reading from Romans chapter 8. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to fertility not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption, and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons. The redemption of our bodies, for in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes from us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
My mom has a spiritual gift of prayer. Anytime I'm faced with something big, I tell my mom, and she has an equally big prayer. When I was younger, that would annoy me, and when she prayed, I would pretend to fall asleep. But she has the spiritual gift of prayer. If you have a headache, she has a prayer. If you're traveling, she has a prayer. Even when you haven't requested a prayer, you know she's still praying. I, on the other hand, a called and ordained servant of the word, do not have the gift of prayer. Yes, I get asked to pray all the time, but while my mom's prayers are like Picasso's, mine are like etch-a-sketches. They often start in one place, accidentally take a turn, and after many ums and ahs, as I try to come up with the words, it mercifully ends with an amen. This is why St. Paul's words mean so much to me. In the same way, he says, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. And don't I know that, I say to myself. But then St. Paul says, the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. What St. Paul is saying is that our prayers do not come from our own heart, but from the very heart of God. C.S. Lewis, famous for writing The Chronicles of Narnia and Mere Christianity, among others, also wrote a beautiful book on poems. One of his poems is simply called Prayer. Every time I pray, I think of his words, and it goes like this. Master, they say that when I seem to be in speech to you, since you make no replies, it's all a dream, one talker aping two. They are half right, but not as they imagine. Rather, I seek in myself the things I meant to say, and lo, the wells are dry. Then, seeing me empty, you forsake the listener's roll, and through my dead lips breathe and into utterance wake the thoughts I never knew. And thus you neither need reply, nor can, thus while we seem to talking, thou art one forever, and I no dreamer but thy dream. This is what C.S. Lewis is saying, that when he prays, there are people who think he's just pretending to talk to God. In other words, he's having a conversation with himself. And C.S. Lewis admits they are right, because when he tries to pray, he looks inside his heart and mind, and there are no words. I know the feeling. But God, seeing me at a loss for words, sends his word and resurrects my dead lips with words of prayer. Thus, in prayer, there is only one talking, not you, not me, but rather the Holy Spirit, because prayer does not originate in our hearts, but finds its source in the very heart of God. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
from thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. O God, the strength of all who trust in you, mercifully accept our prayers, and because through the weakness of our mortal nature we can do no good thing, grant us your grace to keep your commandments that we may please you in both will and deed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. that those baptized with the living water of Christ may bring that life to their families, friends, and communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, as our lives and the world experience the pain of sin and brokenness, 
May we trust in you to restore all things, praying, Come, Lord Jesus, come. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. That our weakness may be overcome by the power of the cross. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, as we pray, we pray the prayer Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Joyful, be joyful.